Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricanes, I think it's fair to say they're already exceeding my expectations in recruiting, and it's only July. But brace yourselves, folks, because we're not literally going to land every one of our targets. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So just to, to give you guys the positive before I give you the potential negative, and I say potential because nothing happens until it happens, okay? I believe that the University of Miami will get another huge W this weekend in recruiting in the form of another verbal commit. That's the good news. The bad news potentially is, looks like we might have to take two L's before we get to that W. As you've probably seen, the sentiment, for five-star wide receiver and Miami target Jalen Brown out of Miami Gulliver Prep has changed drastically from one day to the next. I mean, we spoke to you guys midday yesterday, and it still looked like Jalen Brown to the U was a slam dunk. I think this is a reminder, or it could be a reminder, that there aren't really any slam dunks in recruiting, even with a staff like this. So it looked like uh, as of yesterday, midday, like it was still more than likely a done deal, Jalen Brown to Miami. Now it's looking like he's headed to Baton Rouge and will more than likely commit to LSU tomorrow. He's making his announcement on Friday, July 8th. Miami insider Gary Furman from Kane Sport and Rivals did register a crystal ball for Brown to LSU, and so did Steve Wiltfong. That guy is like the Grim Reaper, <laughs> Wiltfong. You know, and it could go both ways. It could be good or bad. But when it comes to Wiltfong, if you're expecting your school to land a certain player and then Wiltfong logs a crystal ball somewhere else, that's a wrap, usually. Not always, but usually – and okay, so and obviously I saw this stuff and it, it really caught me by surprise with Jalen Brown because um, for a few hours yesterday afternoon, I was completely off the grid, which I don't do very often. I was seeing some relatives and family. We went out for an early dinner. And then by the time I get back home around 7 p.m., I start to see Kane's Twitter freaking out about Jalen Brown. I'm like, what's going on? And then I start to see all this. LSU buzz. Um, you know, I, I asked a few folks about, you know, what what's going on, what's happening, because, you know, Jalen Brown being a local guy, he knows a lot of people down here. Um, I, I still I can't say for sure, you know, with 100 percent certainty he commits to LSU or Miami or anywhere else, but it is trending to LSU. Uh, I've been told for whatever reason, maybe Miami staff is not as high on Brown as a lot of the other schools are. Uh, so if I read between the lines on that, and I'm thinking out loud here, maybe Brown feels more wanted elsewhere. Maybe he feels a little bit more wanted at LSU. Now, personally, I think Jalen Brown is a stud wide receiver. 
And if he lands at LSU or Miami or anywhere else, I think the young man is going to do big things at the collegiate level. And I wanted to get that out here because you start to see something. And I don't think this is the majority of you. I think that people I interact with every day, the people that are friends of mine on Kane's Twitter and in the Kane space, I find a lot of over overwhelming positivity and friendships and camaraderie. I think most of you out there uh, are really, really nice, good people. Um, I see some Miami fans on Twitter, probably a minority, you know, not only freaking out about Jalen Brown potentially landing at LSU, but then they start to say some nasty things about him as a player. Just stop it. You wouldn't be saying some of these things if he still felt like a Miami lock. Like when I start to see people like, oh, yeah, we don't want Brown anyway. This guy gives off, you know, Mark Pope vibes. It wouldn't work out. He's going to be a bust. I mean, come on, man. I mean, a lot of the same people were fully on board when it was looking like Brown to Miami. And now that it starts to look like Brown to LSU, if I can steal a phrase from uh, my friend uh, Brendan Tobin down here in Miami Sports Radio, it's like rats off a ship all of a sudden. So, and we like to keep the positivity on this show. We also keep it real, right? Because we've done so many shows about, you know, every commit's coming here. Miami's going to land everybody. We've been right about a lot of people. Like, you know, we were very much on the Jaden Rashada tip and on the Francis Maui Goa tip. So when it comes to Jalen Brown or anybody else, my attitude is this right now. First of all, let's all take a deep breath, exhale, and remember it's Thursday. He announces on Friday, despite the trends and the crystal balls going elsewhere. I am still going to watch his announcement tomorrow and I am going to hope that he picks the University of Miami. If he doesn't, congratulations to you. I hope you're making the decision that's right for you and that's right for your family. And then from the standpoint, when it comes to this you, my attitude has to be, and I know Mario's attitude is going to be instantly on to the next. Let's go. The recruiting train does not stop for a second. When it comes to wide receivers, let's go in hard again for Andy Jean from Miami Northwestern. He seems to have renewed interest in the University of Miami. I mean, he was very public last week saying he would love to catch passes from his pal, Jaden Rashada. And also, let's not forget what we already have verbally committed in the class of 2023 when it comes to wide receiver. I know we still want to add more at wide receiver, but let's not forget We've already got verbal commits from Robbie Washington and Ray Ray Joseph. It's not like these guys are chopped liver. They're both blue chippers. They're both four-star receivers. The Miami Hurricanes will be fine, okay? So do not lash out. Do not be upset. And you think about it. In this recruiting cycle already, Miami has already gotten recruiting dubs with certain players over the likes of Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, taking a lot of dubs over Florida. You can't land everybody, guys. That's my attitude, that I'm excited about the guys who come here. I can be disappointed about the guys who don't, but it's on to the next. Miami, last I checked, has a top 10 recruiting class right now, and it's only going to keep getting better for the class of 2023. So another one that we keep an eye out for also an announcement tomorrow, he'd moved around his announcement, was originally going to announce a week prior, July 1st. He moved it back to July 8th. What about Collins Achampo? Four-star athlete from Southern California, originally Ghana, but now he lives in Southern California. 
He is going to be announcing his commitment on Friday as well. I believe he's doing it on the 24-7 YouTube network. Uh, those of you who listen to and watch this show daily, you know what a huge fan I am of Collins. Six foot seven with tons of athletic upside. He just started playing football. And I believe Miami has the type of coaching staff that can teach him and maximize his potential. I mean, he's barely played tackle football and he's already a four star because he's such an athletic phenomenon. Um, unfortunately, and I hope I'm wrong about this. And I also hope I'm wrong about Jalen Brown. All right. I'm not getting great vibes about Collins of Champo to Miami two weeks ago. My confidence level was quite high for this player. And then, you know, he pushed his announcement back from July 1st to July 8th. It felt like if he had stuck to the July 1st, it was probably going to be Miami. He pushed it back. Uh, and since that time, the momentum has gone in the favor of the Michigan Wolverines. That's where the dreaded crystal balls are going, including Wilt Fong, the Grim Reaper, has uh, has Collins Achampo to uh, to Michigan. I, I think the confidence level on on those is like at a six, so it's like at a medium level. Um, you know, I, I've asked around. Uh, I have been told not to give up on Achampo, so you know, I'm not saying this is a definite L. I'm just saying be advised. I think Miami still has a chance. But don't expect him. Temper your expectations. So I, I think um, for what it's worth, I'd probably feel slightly better about a Champo four-star. I, I said mentioned four-star athlete. He's going to play defensive end. Uh, but I feel maybe slightly better about a Champo than I do about Jalen Brown if I'm going to be fully transparent. So that that's the potential bad news, okay? We don't know for sure where these players are going to commit to. It's not looking like it's going to be Miami. Uh, but you know what? When it comes to a guy like Jalen Brown, the sentiment changed from one day to the next, from Thursday into Friday. Who's to say it can't change again from Friday and, uh, sorry, from it changed from Wednesday into Thursday. Who's to say the sentiment cannot change again from Thursday into Friday? So we'll have to wait and see. Um, I want to talk about some potentially very good news, though. We had to get we had to get the bad stuff out of the way. I want to talk about some potentially very good news that's going to come down on Saturday. One of the top players in the country period, is announcing his commitment on Saturday. And this is one, folks, I feel very, very good about. We'll talk about that right after we talk about Rock Auto, who I feel great about always. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts just on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. Well, you have computers, we all do, with access to rockauto.com at home and even in our pocket. Folks, you can save time and money big time when you use Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Guys, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. You can compare prices. You're not going to find better ones. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpeting. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And make sure you write Locked On Canes in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. 
Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So again, light at the end of the tunnel, guys, because even if Miami does take a couple of L's on Friday with targets, picking other schools, it could happen. Brace yourselves, it could happen. I am expecting big W on Saturday. That's when five-star defensive end Jaden Wayne is going to announce his commitment. Uh, Wayne is also on his way. Before he gets to college, he's on his way to IMG Academy, which is a football factory and a Miami pipeline. I wanted to whisper that in case the Gator loser fans are listening. IMG Academy is becoming a Miami pipeline. God bless you, Mario Cristobal. Uh, So Jaden Wayne is on his way to IMG Academy. Before he gets there, we're going to find out where he is going to verbally commit to for the 2023 season. He's originally from Tacoma, Washington. And oh yeah, I I brought up the Grim Reaper, Steve Wiltfong. He actually has crystal balled Jaden Wayne to Miami. Among others, that's where all the crystal balls are pointing. They're all pointing to the University of Miami. So again, uh, Wilt Fong taketh away, he also giveth, right? If you take it as a really bad sign when he crystal balls players to other schools, you take it as a really good sign when he crystal balls a player to your school. And as far as Jaden Wayne, the player, he's about as close to a finished product as you're going to get for you know a class of 2023 guy when it comes to defensive ends. He is the 30th overall recruit in the class of 2023. He is the fifth ranked edge rusher in the class. Six foot five, 245 pounds. He's already got elite college size. And, you know, once he, if he gets into the Miami strength and conditioning room, they're only going to refine that, make him even stronger. Great strength, great burst, great technique. You know, he can even, uh, if you have a chance, our, our, our pal, Coach Hayes, does those amazing YouTube breakdowns. And one of the most fun things about Jaden Wayne is in high school, he's a two-way player, right? Like he lines up at at tight end and receiver and he catches passes as well in high school. He's going to be, you know, an edge rusher at college, but he's got really good hands. And so like, don't be surprised whether he lands at Miami or anywhere else, you're in some red zone situations. You want to get a big body uh, on the field. You can line him up and, and he could catch some touchdowns for you as well. Like he's got good hands for a guy his size who's not really a, a true offensive player. And yeah, when it comes to putting in the work in recruiting um, before they ever got to Miami, Cristobal and his staff, they've been putting in the work for Jaden Wayne. Mario Cristobal has been recruiting this player since he was in eighth grade, that Pacific Northwest connection. Mario was at Oregon. Tacoma, Washington is not too far away. It's in that same region. Cristobal has been recruiting this guy for about four years. So that relationship has already been built and hopefully it will be fortified with a Jaden Wayne verbal commit. And again, um, even if it doesn't go Miami's way with Jalen Brown, who's a five-star and Collins Achampo, who's a four-star, you have to wonder, and, and we're going to do the math on this, I'm sure, in the next couple of days. You've got the number eight class right now. If you land another five-star this Saturday, it's going to be a top five class then, right? Some Someone with the recruiting calculator, correct me if I'm wrong about that, but even if Miami misses out on a couple big fish on Friday, you land Jaden Wayne on Saturday, we're going to be just strolling into next week talking about a top five recruiting class in the entire country. 
So I want to get into some Q&A. Um, and everybody's kind of talking about the same thing right now, right? Everybody's talking about conference realignment. Uh, I was asked uh, really by more than one person, but I'll, I'll pull this one up from Jimmy. Anything new on conference realignment and Miami potentially getting left behind, <laughs> whatever happens here? Um, right now, honestly, it's a whole lot of noise. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt in terms of who else might go to the Big Ten, who else might join the SEC, who does the SEC want, who they don't want, because a lot of people are speculating about that stuff. Um, you can talk right now. You can talk with five different insiders and get five different scenarios. Like nobody's on the same page right now because nobody knows anything for sure. Um, there's two things I can guarantee you when we talk about kind of Miami's place in all this. There's two things I can guarantee you. Number one, Miami's administration will not be complacent or indecisive. I'm quite sure that Dan Radakovich, Miami's athletic director, is right now doing whatever he can to figure out the best course of action for the Hurricanes. They will be proactive, not reactive, right? Um, I'm sure right now he's trying to figure out, take the temperature of, okay, what has to happen to maybe join the SEC? What has to happen to maybe join the the Pac-12, or, or sorry, or the Big Ten? You don't want to join the Pac-12 right now. What has to happen to join the Big Ten? Or what's the ACC going to do to keep themselves alive? Radakovich, I'm sure of it, is on top of all of those things. And even if that means the best course of action right now might actually be to wait. But if that's the best course of action, I think Radakovich is going to figure that out, okay? Number two, this is another thing I can guarantee. For better or for worse, the ACC will fight tooth and nail for survival. Do not doubt that. I know a lot of us don't want Miami to stay in the ACC. But I'm telling you right now, leaving the ACC would not be easy, okay? They don't want to just dissolve, right? Like the ACC is not just going to say, oh, yeah, you know what? Florida State, Texas, or Florida State, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, you guys don't want to be here. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay for your Uber. We'll pay for your transportation costs to go. So, no, the, the ACC doesn't, they don't want to die. They're going to fight this tooth and nail. They have their TV deal, terrible as it might be, locked in until 2036 with a grant of rights that makes it financially very difficult for anyone to leave the conference, not impossible, but difficult, the ACC is not just going to roll over and tap out. They're not just going to admit defeat. They're going to try potentially to renegotiate and improve their TV deal. They'll maybe try to add more teams to try and strengthen the conference. Uh, another thing that's being talked about a lot right now, and, and there's definitely where there's smoke, there's fire. There's definitely something going on here. There is talk of the Pac-12, or whatever's left of it, uh, forming an alliance with the ACC to hopefully strengthen both sides against the super conferences. So remember one thing. These, these alliances have been a joke up to this point. Wasn't the Big Ten supposed to be in an alliance with the ACC that they talked about at the end of last summer? The Big Ten threw that right in the garbage less than a year after announcing it. They just said, forget about an alliance. We're just going to add more teams and compete with the SEC directly. Uh, so when we come back, I want to answer a couple more Twitter questions. Plus, so when we talk about a potential alliance, 
which is in the early stages of, uh, of planning, a potential alliance between the Pac-12 and the ACC, what that could look like and why it's really not what some of us thought it would be, okay? We'll get to that right after we get to Built Bar. Oh, my goodness. The people who invented Healthy and Tasty, they bring you now the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built had given Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. Guys, I love the Puffs. I love the bars as well, but the Puffs, man, they're, they're perfect, guys. Uh, stop drooling and listen. These are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and 100% delicious. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love is now in a delicious, chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time, so go to Built.com now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing. You can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you guys. They are the perfect treat because when you've got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, as I do quite often. Or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they're an excellent source of protein. Delicious, coconut-rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing and get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk puffs right now. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So uh, here's here's a quote from a recent Sports Illustrated story. I think uh, Ross Dellinger wrote this piece on how an alliance between the Pac-12 and ACC would actually work. Uh, they say, the proposal still in its infancy heavily involves the ESPN-owned ACC network. Under the plan, the ACC network, or a renamed entity combining the two leagues, will have exclusive rights to broadcast Pac-12 games to West Coast households throughout ESPN cable providers. The agreement is not a merger, or consolidation of the leagues, but is instead built around a media rights agreement with the worldwide leader in sports, an effort to clap back at the Pac-12's loss of USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. While the joint move could feature marquee non-conference matchups from the West and East Coast, think Clemson versus Washington or Miami versus Oregon, that, that would be fun, I'm not going to lie to you. The primary reason behind the partnership is the TV property. This would replace the failed Pac-12 network with a reliable provider that can reach millions of homes out West. First thing that stands out is anybody who's a fan of an ACC team, don't you chuckle a little bit when they say when they refer to ACC Network as a reliable provider? <laughs> I mean, it took like three years. They finally got on Xfinity, right? It, so, okay, maybe they're now reliable. For like three years, people who had certain services were like, I can't watch ACC Network. I'm furious. I'm angry. My parents actually, they're such big Miami fans. My parents actually switched providers just so they could watch ACC Network because so many of Miami's games were exclusively on ACC Network. So that, that was frustrating people for years. And so I, I think right there that tells you 
like if, if any if you heard about the the Pac-12 ACC alliance, some of us at first were thinking this that's kind of cool, right? That they they could like merge conferences that could become I mean, you use the the term loosely, but a they could become a quote unquote super conference to try to compete with the other. It wouldn't be as super as the SEC or or the Big Ten, but the idea of merging would be would be interesting. But that's not what this is. Like they they would still they would still be the ACC and the Pac-12. They would just share a TV deal, and you know you'd get more out of conference matchups periodically against one another. But it it sounds weak to me. Like it's. Like you, you listen to that idea, and and Ross Dellinger did say it's still in its infancy. So if they really go through with this, it could it could evolve a lot, right? It, things could be added to it, could be tweaked, but just that that there, it doesn't sound anything near what you would need to compete with the SEC and the Big Ten. It just I don't know doesn't doesn't really make my toes tingle, as the Mad Dog Jim Mandich would say. What do you guys think? Drop us a comment. At Locked On Canes on Twitter. You can reach us at Locked On Canes. If you follow us, we will follow you back. And you can also leave us uh, YouTube comments. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, Locked On Canes. And make sure you subscribe to the audio version of the podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods. Um, I was asked by, oh, my guy, Kane Thunder. He actually brought a positive question today and not slander, but he says, Did you see Ryan Ragoni's TikTok video? of the Hurricanes team building event. Did I ever? Now, I didn't see it on TikTok. I don't know how to use TikTok, but it was shared on Twitter and I saw it there. So uh, this is something that the the Hurricanes players just did, I would imagine, within the last couple of days. They got to ride on speedboats around Biscayne Bay, which looked fantastic. Uh, And then they docked the boats directly at Texas Day, Brazil, for a team meal. I mean... You see something like that, it looks so epic. It looked like such a good time. Why would anyone want to go and live somewhere like Gainesville or Tuscaloosa, Knoxville, Tallahassee, Ann Arbor, after seeing something like that, man? The U is always winning. And I hope that all the undecided recruits out there, anyone considering Miami, anyone that Miami's pursuing, I hope you guys watched that team building video. It said, man, that looks a lot better than like rolling around in some swamp in the middle of nowhere. I'd much rather ride some fast boats in Biscayne Bay and eat some unlimited churrasco or whatever they have going on there at Texas Day. So that looks way better if you're asking me. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to today's episode. Um, Tomorrow is a little iffy. Tomorrow I'm going to be uh I'm going to try to get an episode out especially if Miami does land one or both of the uh of the commits tomorrow who are going to be announcing even though they're not training tonight. I'm going to try to get something out tomorrow night. I'm going to be uh calling an MMA event pretty much all day tomorrow. I will be co-hosting the Joe Rose show tomorrow in the morning. So if you have a chance to listen to that on WQAM, I'll be on with Joe, so that's going to be fun. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to bring you a Locked On Canes tomorrow. We will fight to get one out tomorrow, so stay tuned. But if you don't hear from me tomorrow, you will hear from me on Saturday and possibly Sunday as well. So thank you so much. And, hey, get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper does an awesome job, and all the local experts of Locked On, they take you across the ACC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On ACC your second listen 
Locked On ACC. We will talk to you next time on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.